a podcast featuring ordinary men of extraordinary faith. This is Manna. Hey everybody, thanks for tuning in to another episode of Manna, a podcast featuring ordinary men of extraordinary faith. I'm your host, Jeff Peterson. Now, none of the guys that you're going to meet on this podcast would consider themselves to be extraordinary, but it's their humble, holy way of living. That's exactly what makes them extra to me, and I am super excited for you to meet them. Well, uh, the Holy Spirit and Major League Baseball are converging here today to help me introduce today's guest. First off, at the time of this recording, we are just a couple of weeks away from the start of spring training. Uh, for Major League Baseball, uh, which is the only time when hope springs eternal for our Minnesota Twins and uh, for today's guest, who is himself one of the biggest Twins fans that I know. Uh, But our guest and America's favorite pastime is also reminding me of one of my favorite and I guess related pastimes, uh, which is playing catch, okay? Uh, Two guys, two gloves, uh, nothing more complicated than throwing a baseball back and forth. Uh, while I was far from an accomplished baseball player myself, uh, the exercise, if you can call it that, of playing catch has marked every stage of my life, literally every stage of my life, from the very youngest, uh, playing with my dad and brothers, and today's guest, which is memorialized in a photo that we're going to talk about here in a second, um, in, through college uh, with my friend Happy, um, and for the last 20 years of, uh, of Wayman family gatherings with my nephew, Charlie, who still lets me steal him away after all these years from the crowd to get at least a couple of throws in. Um, all, all of these guys, not so uh, coincidentally, are manna men who have been featured on this show. And all of them uh, have really gifted me uh, in the process of playing catch. And not, not because of some emotional, like, you know, field of dreams moment, uh, you know, sorry for uh, spoiler alert for those who haven't seen that movie, uh, but just with their gift of time. You know, when you think about time is the only asset any of us have uh, that none of us can make more of. Uh, it's finite and shrinking second by second for all of us. And when we share any of our time with others and for others, like all these guys in the most simplest act of just throwing a baseball back and forth, if only just to get me to shut up, to quit asking him to do it. It's actually, you know, it's actually, a, I think, a pretty profound act of, you know, generosity and love. And, uh, and nobody, nobody in my life, nobody embodies this generosity of time and literally being there for others better than today's guest. Beyond playing catch uh, with not only me and myriad others, our guest has logged thousands of miles over the years in station wagons, minivans, and SUVs traveling to sporting events, musicals, concerts, graduations, uh, and more, not just for his own kids, uh, but for every brother, cousin, niece, nephew, in-law, friend, neighbor, coworker, Co-worker's niece, co-worker's nephew. I mean, you get the point here. I mean, and when he's not on the road supporting others in their whatever endeavors, he's in the air flying all around the world to stay connected to his intimidatingly impressive kids, uh, my cousins, uh, and, their, and, and his grandkids, uh, and, uh, and, 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 and seeing the world with his life mate and his soulmate wife, a.k.a. my aunt, 
and I know it's killing him uh, today here not to have her uh, next to him on this show because he would be the first to tell you uh, that he is nothing uh, without her. And everything we're going to talk about here today is made better because of her and the life that they've built and that, that they live together. So let's get into it today with today's man of man. Uh, the last name's not a coincidence. My uncle, Joe Peterson. Hey, Joe. Hey, Jeff. Uh, I just want to thank you. Those, <laughs> you. You went a little overboard with all that <laughs> stuff, but uh, I appreciate all those nice thoughts and nice uh, things you said about me. And uh, I remember back those when you were our first, you were, you were my first nephew. And uh, when you came along, I, I was down there visiting your mom and dad. And, uh, and I remember buying that glove, a glove, and bringing it there and, and giving it to you and playing catch with you. Yeah. I, I don't remember the ages, but I sure remember the picture that uh, I've seen recently. Yeah. And uh, special times with special people. Yeah. yeah. Well, and so, so this is not going to land well here in the audio world of podcasting, but here's the picture. So I'm going to show Joe and Joe, I know you know this picture, yeah. but it's, yeah. it's of, it's of Joe and I, uh, at our, our old house in Annandale. I'm maybe years old, something like that. Mm-hmm. And so I was looking at this again and just, and again, I, I, I wish I had like a show page I could post this because, so I'm just going to, I'm just going to set this, this photo here for for those listening so joe i mean you must be i don't know in your 20s maybe i was going to st cloud state okay. college at the time so you're in college and 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 he's kind of like squatting down kind of like a catcher but he looks super cool i mean right out of like you know some cool like you know american <clears throat> graffiti kind of a things he's got his you know his elbow on one knee and and the other knee's not on the ground because he's like you know athletic enough to just kind of be squatting there and there's I, there's me next to him and you can tell i can't do what you're doing so i've got one hand on the ground <laughs> trying to trying to like look just like you and the other thing i was noticing here as as i was looking at this picture is you look like you're going out like you look like you're out ready for like a day so you did not show up at this house with the intention of going to play catch with your with your nephew here. I look like I'm ready to, like I've got my Allen Page jersey on, I'm nothing but fun, but you, and so that's kind of where I wanted to start here. This was obviously a moment in time, but it's so in, it, it's so representative of like, you know, cause seriously, you, look, you you got a nice shirt on, you get, you know, I mean, literally look like you're gonna go out, you know, uh, for an evening, not go play catch with your, with your little kid nephew, how, how have has that always just been part of you or did you have somebody when you were younger that was always just you know even if it wasn't in their plan for the day you know if you were asking to do something they were there for you or 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 do you feel like it was just something you know just sort of in you this whole time i'm sure growing up um i had so many i'll call them role models Mm -hmm. um from my dad my uncle Two uncles, Herb and Levi, mm-hmm. um, they always had time for me. I was the youngest of five, and uh, being the youngest of five, my oldest brother is like ten years older than I am, the oldest boy, Jack, and uh, I had those role models as well. Yeah. From those guys, I had to pick and choose what I wanted to model myself <laughs> after. <laughs> but with Herb, Levi, my dad, uh, there was no question. You know, they set the tone along with my mom. My mom was a key factor in this whole thing. Yeah. And, uh, um, but they showed me that caring for others, doing for others, uh, being there for others at a moment's notice is so valuable. Yeah. And, uh, and, uh, so I've just always tried to be there for people, um, uh, share, share everything I have with other people. Um, that's just been the way, 
Yeah, yeah. Well, and I can't and I can't fake it to not know that that you, along with my dad, you know, grew up, you know, in a, in a great family. You know, church was part of your life. I mean, religion. But how how and then now as an adult, I know faith is a very important part of your life. You know, um, and it has I think probably grown just over time. But how um, how directly related is is has this generosity of time and sharing being there? for you been connected to faith? No, we were, I believe we were taught at an early age that everything we have is given, is given to us or enhanced by God himself. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and, uh, we need to share that. We need to share that. Um, and, uh, um, I don't know how to explain that exactly, but, uh, um, we, we were, we were Lutheran church in Cocado Mm -hmm. and, uh, we always go to church. All we had our our pew. Yeah. We always always sat in every Sunday. And, yeah. and you know, if one of us was was missing, the minister would probably say, "Where's so and so today?" You know, yeah. whatever. Yeah. And uh, just grew up uh, with that faith uh, that God is watching out for us, taking care of us, um, and He will help guide us through mm-hmm. whatever adversity that comes along. And uh, and I've just been, I've always told people, I think I'm the luckiest man in the world. And I've been telling that people for my entire life because um, things have have happened to me uh, for a reason, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, why I've been able to do things for others, stay healthy, able to care for sick people, whatever. So I've just been so fortunate. Yeah. And I think God has played a big part in that. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I think you've been so, I think you've also been very, you've been mindful about being <clears throat> um, receptive to it and being open to it. I remember um, as uh, uh, being a young, a young man, you're, you're and this my grandma's gonna be here but your and bit's wedding was i think the first wedding i ever went to and uh which was so cool and we got all dressed up and you know being in this big church and it, but it was only uh, later that i learned that uh because of course as a whatever year old how would i ever know this that that actually as, as part of the wedding process or whatever you also um because bit grew up catholic and 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 you wanted to have that kind of unity of, of, of faith that you went through the effort of, of kind of, you know, and I hate the word converting, but talk about that. Like, was that a big deal for you or was at, that just... Uh, at the time, I think this is my mother saying this, this, you know, Joey, she's a wonderful girl, you know, God is God. Mm-hmm. Um, he's, he looks at Catholics, Lutherans, yep. Baptists, everybody. Yep. Um, and we, we talked it over and we said, you know what? We're going to raise our kids as a as a unit. Our, our family unit will be all this together. Mm-hmm. So that was our decision, and uh, it worked. It worked, and uh, then there was no me going off to this church and, and mm-hmm. the kids going here or whatever. So it was just you. We we wanted to stick together, and uh, and I, you know, I probably could have become I could have become a Baptist. I could have become anything because yeah. uh, God is. My my God. world, God is God, God and Jesus is, God. is Jesus, and uh, yeah, um, totally. Yeah, no, I think it's it's all that, that's that whole vineyard. You know, as long as you're in the vineyard, you know, mm-hmm. like the vineyard. Exactly. There's a lot. Exactly. Doesn't matter what row. Yep. <laughs> it's like yep. you just as long as you're all yes, uh, yep. you know, picking yep. the grapes. You know, you talked about being the youngest of of five growing up, and um, <clears throat> and so I'm the oldest of of three. What was it like? 
Um, so, so not only, like you said, you were able to sort of have a, a perspective of seeing all, you know, both, both your brothers <clears throat> ahead. And so you can kind of pick and choose the kinds mm-hmm. of things you like, whatever, but also, um, you know, being the youngest, you're also experiencing everything that happened with the family, you know, both the good and the bad from that perspective of like, you're, you're still, like you said, there's 10 years gap between you and Jack. So you're still coming of age, uh, at a lot of these seminal moments of, you know, brothers going off to whether it's war or, or college or, or deaths in the family. I mean, how, what was it like experiencing all of those things, you know, and still today, I mean, technically you're still the youngest. <laughs> I mean, how, how does that, how does the whole birth order for you, you know, kind of affect kind of how you've, how you've developed as, as a man yourself and then maybe how you also, you know, parent your own kids. That's a tough question. Um, uh, I learned, I learned a lot from the brothers, mm-hmm. and uh, again, good and bad, and uh, watched them grow, watched them go off. I was still in junior high when my brother was in Viet, Jack was in Vietnam at the time, and then your dad went off to Oklahoma in the army, and then Jerry went off to Korea, and uh, so I was watching them go and possibly not come back and uh um and then you know i your all the other brothers are here still and the brother who was the closest to me you know was had died from a football injury and uh to this day i sometimes talk to him on a daily basis yeah and i miss him dearly and uh um I don't know if that answers that question, but the um, family was real big to me. Yet my closest link to the fam, the brothers, disappeared mm-hmm. when I was young. I was in junior high, and uh, that loss uh, I struggled with that a long time. Um, and uh, but uh, I know some, fairly soon yeah. we'll be reunited, yeah. and uh, and I look, look forward to that day. Yeah. Well, and he's and he's been with <clears throat> been with you, and and for for Mana listeners, which I know are a lot of family members, <laughs> you already know this story. But for those that aren't, um, <clears throat> that's my namesake. So, yes. so the yes. brother that Joe's talking about is the uncle. <clears throat> excuse me. Yep. <clears throat> no, I'm getting choked up. Um, that I was named after, and yep. so, and I, and I, I, in fact, I was just sharing. We had another um, <clears throat> little event. Um, a uh, little podcasty thing, a different podcast that we were talking with some other guys about uh, reading your Bible. And I brought, because uh, Graham Doris, when I was confirmed, gave me uh, Jeffrey's Bible that he got when he was confirmed. And it's this beautifully and wonderfully worn old Bible with this black cover and his name inscripted on the front, Jeffrey Peterson. And it still is, you know, Graham, Graham is oh, yes. writing <laughs> inside. And, um, and so anyway, when I learned at a young age that I was named for him and, and knowing how close, I mean, all you boys were, but I know you were especially close. I just, I've always uh, appreciated that connection that you and mm-hmm. I also have yeah. with that. In fact, I mean, just, and again, for listeners timestamping this, but just a couple of weeks ago, there was this big NFL um injury where mm-hmm. uh, a, a Buffalo Bills player basically had a heart attack on the field and immediately um, I thought of 
Uncle Jeff yep, yep. and texted you and you were thinking the same thing. Yep. It's just, it's a, uh, and I just, I do think that is, uh, I think he's been, you know, with you longer than me, but, but with both of us yep. and all of us. Exactly. It's, it's a really neat, it's a, it's a really special kind of a thing. Um, <clears throat> okay. We're going to, we're going to get, we're going <clears> to, <throat> we're going to segue here. Okay. <laughs> get into what, well, cause, cause, uh, you know, the other, the other thing that I think you, your, were your generosity and attention, um, for others also manifest was in actually your career. So you spent a career in education, uh, teacher, principal, I mean, administrator and for so many years, how, uh, and so, you know, and I don't use this term lightly, but you're essentially fathering, you know, all of these young people, you know, or, or mentoring and, and really being that, you know, a, a, a formal and informal role model. How, how over all those years, how did you see, you know, young people, you know, sort of, uh, this is a big question. How did you see young people change over time? But specifically in, you know, what we talk about on this show, which is about, you know, kind of faith and living good lives and, and with some kind of moral kind of compass, you know, did you see that? Cause the cynic would say, Oh my gosh, over to, you know, in the good old days back in the fifties, everybody was going to church and whatever. And then over time we've just become this godless, you know, kind of society and everyone's on their phones, or whatever. But how, how did you see that, you know, over all the years that you were mentoring and, 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 and around young people, you know, was it, did it get better or worse or, or, or have kids always, kids always been kids, you know? Uh, well, yes, kids have always have been kids, but over the years, um, I always had this in my mind that all kids are good. Mm -hmm. All kids have the potential to be good. And it was not for me to judge them whether they're good or bad. I dealt with behaviors and I would never bring a child down for their behavior. We would try to acknowledge what they had done and how we could work on correcting that and making them feel better about yeah. themselves, their worth, and so forth. Um, I started out special ed teach as teacher in special education. Then I became a counselor and working with children with various issues and so forth or helping them uh, along in life. Then I got into the CD counseling aspect of it, mm -hmm. the drug counseling at, uh, at a junior high up here in the area. From there, I went into administration, and everything just seemed to fall into place. It was just a normal, or uh, the progression of my career was just boom, 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 boom. Um, and uh, along the way, um, just kept trying to help kids, not do for kids, but mm -hmm. let them find their own way. And, uh, and then some of them turned out very well mm -hmm. and some not so well because yeah. I used to tell people I'm only as administrator as an assistant principal I was only dealing with 10% of the population but of that 10% 80% of that 10% is going to make it you know the yeah. parents w had given up on the child almost I said no hang in there what do you want to call it tough love or just love love them to death love them to death mm -hmm. and uh and uh Surprisingly, many parents and students have come back to me, or they see me now, they're 40, 40 years old, and they'll stop me and Mr. Peterson, I'm doing such and such now. And uh, well, that's so rewarding yeah. to uh, talk to them. I mean, and everyone else would have said, that kid's not going to amount to a hill of beans, yeah. or he's going to be in prison or something. Yeah. So there's been lots of rewards along the way. There's been failures, but uh, 
but my whole thing about just the way I go with people, people, all people have the potential to be good, yeah. good and do the right thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, some stray and so forth, but uh, my faith in humanity is still there. I, yeah. I'm not ready to throw in the towel. Yet. <laughs> good. Yeah. Well, there are a lot of people grateful for that. Yeah. Who, are, who are the, I mean, you are such a, whether it's in a formal capacity as a, principal or, 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 you know, uh, or, or as a uncle or, or dad or, or informally, just as a, as a friend or whatever who you are, you play that role for so many people, not just guys, but guys and, and, and gals, who are those people for you today? Like, who do you go to? You, you give so much of this love and gener and generosity and energy to others by showing up where they need you to show up. Who's, who's there for you? Well, you mentioned her earlier. Mm-hmm. She's there for me. Yeah. And, uh, um, and I, I've surrounded myself with a lot of good, if I want to go with guys, guys that I do, do breakfast with, we talk, we have yeah. uh, breakfast clubs and so forth. And I've just continued to be with good, healthy, faith, religious, or not religious, but faith-based people who yeah. just know that there's a God that's there for us and, uh, um, a forgiving God, a forgiving God. Mm-hmm. And, uh, um, but, but my partner bit my wife, yeah. uh, like you, you painted her perfect earlier and, uh, she's, she's my life. I mean, uh, when I met her, my, the, yep. the doors opened up, the doors <laughs> or, the, or whatever, the windows opened up and, uh, and that was just a terrific thing. But I have my support people, but, uh, oh, I do a lot of sitting in trees, hunting, <laughs> bow hunting and gun hunting. And people say, how can you sit out there for four hours? I said, well, in those four hours, I talk to God. I talk to, you know, I, I, uh, I pray for people. I, uh, if people could tape what I'm saying in my tree stand, um, I'm always amazed. I get done and I go, wow, where'd that hour go? Yeah. And I was basically talking with God, thanking him, thanking him for everything. Yeah. And then praying for, and I'm listing, you know, this person, this person, this person, this person. Please be with them and watch yeah. out for them and help them through this and so oh. forth. And uh, oh, amen. That yeah, is awesome. Yeah. That that is for yeah. anybody who doesn't hunt. That's reason enough to start right yep. there. That's yep. just great. It's just you and nature and the yeah. birds singing, and uh, boy, it's just beautiful. And it's, that's great. it's all God's creature creation. I love that. Love yep. that so much. All right. Well, hey, we um, <clears throat> we we. Uh, we are already at the fun segment of the big show fun here. Uh, the same three questions of every guest, <clears throat> and I know you've listened to a couple of shows uh, with your uh, with uh, friends and relatives that we've already had on. So the first question uh, is: If Jesus knocked on your door uh, right here uh, um, tomorrow morning and just wanted to hang out for the day, what are you going to do with Jesus? Because I have heard this question, I thought about this thing, this question, and I said, you know what, I would want to take Jesus, take him for a walk that day oh. and show him all the good, the people that I, that I know, the, the good that they do, the, uh, um, take him to church, take him to, you know, everything that our life revolves around. Oh. Um, uh, there's so many wonderful things I just would want to take him and, and not that he hasn't seen them all cause he's right. He knows <laughs> it all. Yeah, I got that. <laughs> but, uh, I'd say, Jesus, I want to show you this person, yeah. that person, this thing, this place, um, 
this is all about you and uh um yeah we would yeah. just have a great day together and uh he would he, he wouldn't know me any better at the end of the day because he already knows all this but mm-hmm. uh um i would feel great showing yeah. him all these things yeah. and uh, not to be brag bragging about everything but mm-hmm. just to say hey these are the people that make me who i am yeah you know, they help form me because yeah um they're everything's pretty That's awesome pretty yeah. good well you gotta you gotta start though with coffee right over there yes uh, yeah. and for the listeners just to paint a picture we're in joe's uh dining room but but just maybe 20 feet from us is this wonderful very open um windowed area it's like a um it's just this cool room where that looks out into nature and there's like deer and it's just so beautiful so i'm i'm sure that you could just start there swivel the chairs around yep. and have a cup of coffee exactly and then, they do and then start on your walk yeah. yeah all right fun segment question number two if you could go to church with any other guy living or dead famous or not uh who uh are you going to go to church with Um, my brother Jeffrey. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought about when are we going to get together again? For, for now, it's been fifty, fifty years, and uh, um, yeah, that uh, that's who would be my brother Jeffrey, who I've missed dearly, and uh, and uh, I can't wait to see him. And uh, we would just go to church and sit there and. And yeah. uh, like we did back in the early <laughs> early sixties, in the few, the, yeah, the, the, it, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And, uh, um, and yeah, that'd be it'd be yeah, him. That's so awesome. Yeah. Uh, I love that. Uh, all right, fun something. Question number three. I'm pausing just because I would I would totally be behind you in the pew and <laughs> be like I'd like uh, yeah. be kind of church bombing your 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 visit there. Um, all right, fun seven question number three. If you could give just uh, just one piece of advice, uh, and you can think about all the advice that you've given Tommy over the years, but you got to pick the one piece of advice that you give to a younger man about just living exactly your life this this god granted wonderful life of humble holy kind of faith what would that one piece of advice be anything you give to give away is going to come back tenfold or a hundredfold giving giving and giving to others um giving to others being kind to others your actions toward others Mm -hmm. is in my in my estimation, the, the key to everything: giving to neighbors, giving to poor people down down the dumps or down 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 on their luck. Um, everything is going to come back to you. Mm-hmm. You're going to get it back ten times. Um, so that's be my advice: just yeah. to uh, share your kindness. It's going to come back. Share your giving, sharing your helping, um, yeah. whatever. That's everything kind. comes back. Everything comes back from catch and beyond. So that's, yes, uh, I yes, love that. Yep, just got to yep, trust it. Yep. All right. Well, Joe, thank you. Uh, Can I say one thing? Oh, yeah. Um, in my briefcase that I've carried, and I used to be a little quirky briefcase to work every day. People never knew what was in it. And now I still have my little briefcase out in the kitchen right here. And in that briefcase, I would say back in 19, 
1976, I was given a, a black rough cut nail that represented one of the nails that when Jesus sacri- was, yeah. um, died and was resurrected to save, to save us. And, uh, I've carried that with me for the last, uh, like I said, since about 1976, when it was given to me by it was given to me by a priest down in Caledonia, Minnesota. Hmm. At that time, I was still um, this Lutheran boy, you know. But, <laughs> but Father Quinn said, "Carry this with you, and you'll never forget wow. what what was done for you. So now you can do for others." Oh my God! And uh, so it's, it's, it's wow. It's in the kitchen right now in the briefcase still. So, oh, that yeah, is yeah, wonderful. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Well, thank you again for this time and just everything, Joe. You've yep. just been such a great influence on me and, and so many others, and I'm so glad that others now have had a chance to hear a little bit about it and be inspired just as much as we've been. And my last thank thing you. is, Jeff, you're an inspiration as well, and what you're doing and what you've done with your career and with Betsy and your family, um, uh, a role model, um, you know, back at you again, uh-huh. and... Uh, just love you. Thank you so much. I love you too. Yep. Thank you for listening to Mana. If you have any questions or recommendations for future guests, send them to manapodcast at gmail.com.